Okay, guten Tag, bonjour and hello. Willkommen zu Transitions with Barbara Ulmer, Triple Language Master. Today I'm super excited to introduce my guest, Dr. Z. He is an utterly amazing person. And tell us, who are you, Dr. Z? Hello, everyone. And hi, Barbara. Thanks for having me on your wonderful show. Who I am? I am by profession a sports and exercise medicine trained doctor. Um, and I am on a mission to try to, to uh, make an impact on diabetes, one of the diseases that's uh, plaguing our world today and leading to a lot of illnesses. Um, and that's, that's me in a nutshell, in a coconut shell, as I put it. A coconut shell, wonderful. Talking about coconuts, where are you located? I am located in the beautiful twin islands of Trinidad and Tobago in the Southern Caribbean. Um, and here we are on a podcast reaching out to the world. This is so wonderful. Very exciting. So I have spoken to you a couple of times and I heard that you also have an amazing new project. What is that about? So um, besides working in the realm of trying to help people um, uh, take control of their diabetes, um, I also have started, well, what, getting into the uh, entrepreneurship realm, you realize how overwhelming it can be and how many things you have to do at the same time and are expected to be done yesterday. So being overwhelmed myself coming out of, of medicine and going into entrepreneurship, I realized I needed help. Um, and one of the interesting things that somebody said to me, they said, if you're not uh, getting help for yourselves, then you're doing it for yourself, right? Um, so I realized I was overwhelmed. I was, was getting crushed by all the stuff I need to get done. And I reached out to one of my cousins um, who's from Guyana in South America and asked her if she would like to help me. Um, knowing that in Guyana, you know, the, uh, the cost of living is high, but the, um, the pay isn't so hot. So I was like, you know, I would love to give back. So I got her to help me and I thought to myself, why don't I make this a thing? Um, and that led me to develop something called PAVAS, the Premier Assistant for Virtual Assistant, Premier Academy for Virtual Assistant Services. Right? PAVAS is a not-for-profit virtual assistant service that is about helping business owners, especially new entrepreneurs, coaches, and course creators build their business by giving them the assistance they need so they can get all the things done in their business so they can work on their business. So, and Pavas is interestingly a not-for-profit. So in, a, in addition to being helping um, business owners build a business, it helps young people, young impoverished and un, unemployed young people in the Caribbean to get jobs, build their resumes, and learn a lot of new skills in the realm of working in the online market. Um, so when I came up, when I, this idea was born because I needed help, and I thought, why don't I put these young people who really need help and these business owners and, and entrepreneurs out there who could use what we do and bridge the gap between the two. And that way I provide a service to one side of the fence, which is the entrepreneurs, and on the other side, I allow my people in the Caribbean to grow and to really make themselves into something spectacular. And that's the birth of Pavas. This is so utterly beautiful. So how many people are in your group now? And are they from all the different islands? Are they just from one island? And how do you communicate with each other? 
Well, right now we are in two different um, places, uh, Trinidad and Tobago and Guyana. Um, we haven't expanded, expanded to the rest of the Caribbean as yet, which is the intention. Um, and to do that, we need clients and we need people supporting us so we can actually take this a lot, a lot further and expand our, our services. Right now, we have 12 amazing young people working with us, and they've been in training for the last six months, developing their skills to be in this virtual assistant world. We've launched a company about two months ago, and we're taking on clients as we, uh, as we speak. Um, and each person, and what I've learned is, even with all the training I've given them, that in order for them to grow and to accelerate their growth, they must be working with people and with clients to know what the client wants and how to do all of the, the, the necessary things. This helps them to build their resumes, get that job experience that everybody knows coming out and working in the workforce for the first time. Every employer asks, what's your experience? And you go, I have none. And they go, but we, then we can't hire you. So this one, this helps them to build that experience. It also puts them in front of entrepreneurs. So when they say, if they decide they want to expand and go to different careers, they can all reach out to those entrepreneurs and say, hey, you remember me from Pavas? We, we created that contact. And now you can hire them as your um, employees. We work in a remote environment. So just like this podcast, we're online. Uh, so we meet once a week online. And it's interesting being in an online environment, you learn a whole different culture of how to run meetings and everything. So it's been a very interesting experience. This is super exciting. And then how does the Wi-Fi work for you guys? Do you have a special way to connect to no, make sure that the Wi-Fi is strong? We are, that is one of the challenges we faced when we did a SWOT analysis, that was one of our threats. Um, what we're actively working on is developing the Wi-Fi in the Caribbean to make it strong so they not ticked off. But there are some cool features on Zoom that allow us to do, to work consistently without interruption. Um, and, uh, you know, so we've been working around all of our challenges, but generally it's been pretty good. Um, we, what we've done is double up. So whenever anybody gets on a call, there's always a backup, right? Um, so there's a second person on the call. So if one person gets knocked off, you get a second person on. And the plus side about it is, is unlike other virtual assistant services where you work with a single person, with us, you work with a team. So if our team changes for any reason, people get sick, uh, persons take vacations, you know, they decide to quit the company, um, you as a, as a client or a customer doesn't know, right? Because your work is still getting done. Um, and in the back end, you just know that you're going to get delivered what you ask for um, from our team. This is excellent. I mean, this is a really luxurious service where you have a backup person you don't even know about that, like transition smoothly when anything comes up and we know technology is not perfect i love the concept so much so i couldn't wait to get you on my podcast and share the news because i feel everybody needs to know about you everybody needs to support it because it's so utterly amazing and it's such a huge amazing why when you said i want to give back and you really are doing it you know you, you just came up with this concept and you said yes and there's no stopping me. I've got this idea. I'm reaching out. I'm doing this. And then you're already on two locations, which I also love a lot. This is really, really awesome. And we will share with my um, audience all the information so they can reach out and hire you and your team. Sure. And as a teacher of 20 plus years, there's nothing better than learning by doing, correct? Because otherwise, like you said, 
you have no experience, you have all this theory in your head and it's really not easy to just use it then, but yours will really have a great background and with all the contracts that you're making, are you developing a little um, directory also that you're building yes. a building for your employees? Yes, we're developing our directory of, of um, well, all the persons who join us as clients, they are our directory. Uh -huh. we also we've also launched and we're launching tomorrow hidden caribbean gems which is our online magazine that highlights hidden tourism in the caribbean not even hidden tourism you know you go somewhere and you always know what want to know what does the locals know you know where's that awesome restaurant and where where's that hidden beach that nobody really goes to and but you don't know any locals so we are doing that. We are bringing what the locals know into a magazine so that when you come visit us in Trinidad and Tobago and Guyana, and we will expand to the rest of the Caribbean, we highlight these awesome places. And we also help build tourism in the Caribbean by doing this um, and putting these, these little hotels and the restaurants on the map um, to give them an opportunity to grow. So all of these are our clients. And we, that's the goal of Hidden Caribbean Gems. Um, so if your community wants to join us and, and follow us on, on our social media feeds, I'll send you the link tomorrow. Um, yes, you can share yes. it with everyone. Yes, and, and I'm I so all, excited. Yeah, and all we ask for is just hit follow. Um, we don't ask for anything else in return. Just hit follow, become one of our followers. If you want, you can join the newsletter that you can get an email to you every, every all this all the episodes so that when you're ready, you can just type into your email, hey, where can I find this? And voila, it all pops up. So that's the goal of Hidden Caribbean Gems. It's all about, and this is what my company is about. It's about growth. It's about getting people in front of the right people and getting tourism on the map for the Caribbean. Now we're not, it's not to say we're not on the map. It's just that, you know, every industry needs a boost um and that's what our company is about is about giving people the boost they need to to really succeed this is so beautiful i can't wait to get my magazine because i love the caribbean i can't wait to get there and you also spoke about some educational programs that you are planning to also help the hotels what are those about so um no this one is it's just a thought in my head at this point okay. but the plan is that, you know, to expand our Caribbean tourism is to create like um, uh, retreats um, where we have, you know, all these awesome people in the world who are doing these great retreats in different parts of the U.S. and Canada. So instead of doing it there, why don't you come to the sunny Caribbean and do it here with us? So we, one of the retreats I want to have for myself is, uh, is a nutrition retreat, which is health and tourism, where we bring you here. We show you awesome ways to get healthy and stay healthy while enjoying the beaches, enjoying the sun, enjoying these gorgeous hotels um, and the, the great restaurants we have. And I want to expand that to things like, to, for instance, what you do, Barbara, which is language. Language and tourism, you know. In the Caribbean, we generally speak one language, but we actually speak multiple languages, which what a lot of people don't realize. We have our own dialect, which a lot of people don't understand when they get here. Yes, it's English, but it's a lot of with, uh, nuances in the English. And so why not bring language here, you know, expand in it. Um, I would say Guyana, where I'm originally from, we're surrounded by multiple languages. Guyana speaks English. We have Suriname that speaks Dutch, Brazil that speaks uh, Portuguese, and Venezuela that speaks Spanish. And we and many Guyanese don't speak any of those languages. So um, it'd be awesome to they bring retreats like that to the Caribbean and really expand tourism. 
And that's one of the things I want to plan to do from next year um, to start getting these retreats here and, you know, really make it something spectacular. And is there any better stage than the Caribbean itself? I mean, I think even losing weight is fun if you're in the Caribbean, you know? And I mean, you have more reason because you want to fit in this new bathing suit. So you're right there. It's like, please sign me up. I want to learn with you because I want to be ready for the beach that's right under my nose. It's still different than just sitting somewhere on the mountain and be like, yeah, I want to. But there you have the immediate reason, you know, the big yeah. why. So I totally love it. and. I will be honored to um, be with you on those educational retreats because I think it's a marvelous idea and language um, helps us so much, you know, to broaden our horizons, you know, learn about all the other cultures because just like all those different islands have so rich cultures that we don't know um, enough about, you know, because like you said, the, the regular tourist doesn't even see all those tiny little places that are super exciting that you would like to know, you know? And yes. so I'm very excited about the gems and the title is so beautiful too, you know? So this is going to be marvelous. And then you also spoke about helping with diabetes, also that you spoke with, um, that you work with pro athletes. So how are you doing this otherwise? Are there any immediate projects you are working on regarding diabetes and fitness or anything else? Yes. So I'm going to start with my target market. It is actually, and this came about a few weeks ago when it was the Easter weekend. I was out on the beach and I'm seeing these, a lot of overweight people and overweight families, not even to say it's just the person themselves. You have the whole family from the little children all the way up. Um, and that was bothering me. And as, if you don't know, um, diabetes, um, obesity and being overweight is the number one cause of diabetes. So how do you prevent diabetes if you're not addressing one of the biggest issues of all, which is being obese and overweight? And if you look at the statistics of the world, more than half the world's population, which is about 3.4 billion people, are overweight or, or obese. Right? And that means they're at a high risk of developing diabetes. So my target group is now getting moms right, um, into a healthier lifestyle. You don't necessarily have to be overweight, but just wanting to be in a healthier lifestyle. And by extension, and I've learned this with my wife, moms are the greatest teachers that exist. They teach their children everything. So why not have moms be the ones who are the advocates for the healthier lifestyle? And it translates to the entire families. So... I've created a course called Healthy Weight Recipe, which really shows you in six weeks how to get your mind into the healthy lifestyle. And in doing that, you learn five pillars of health from me, which is um, healthy eating and lifestyle changes. You learn stress management, exercise, and sleep. And people don't realize poor sleep is a big stress problem, right? So I spend six weeks in teaching you how to change your mindset to achieve all four of those things. And then we go into, if you want to, you can join me in my one-year program where we spend the rest of the year getting you to your healthiest weight and getting your, not only your weight, but if you're diabetic, your diabetes under control, if you're pre-diabetic, preventing you from going over that edge, right? And we then get you on a nice track so that for the rest of your life, you're just being as healthy as possible. And it's so simple. Um, everybody thinks health is, is, is the toughest thing to do. And there's a lot of, I'm noticing a lot of confusing information out there, but health is as simple as changing one thing every day. And 
and you live it. And once you're doing it, you realize you don't even think about it. It's like brushing your teeth in the morning. Nobody thinks about brushing their teeth. So I have upcoming a fasting challenge, uh -huh. um, which is going to be five days of fasting. It's a summit. It's going to be a fasting uh, challenge and a summit. So we're going to have some great speakers in the mornings talking and motivating you in that mindset change. And then we spend five days exploring intermittent fasting and how you can implement it into your daily routines. So right now I am fasting. Um, I've been fasting for the last 25 days. This is my last five days of fasting. And I'm doing everything on a daily basis. I'm exercising, I'm taking care of my kids, I'm working, I'm running my, my, my company. Um, and I have five other people on the fast with me and they're all high-end entrepreneurs who are also doing things. And they've just discovered how easy it is to fast and maintain your day. So the fasting challenge is an intermittent fasting challenge. It's going to go for five days and we go through how to implement fasting into a daily routine and make it a part of your life. Um, so, and that is planning that it's going to be in the middle of May. Um, so we were suggesting the dates of May, May the 16th or May the uh, 23rd, I think it said, mm -hmm. right? 16th or 23rd. Yes. Um, yes. Why two dates? Just in case you have hiccups, we know technology always gives us a yes. little mess up or something goes wrong. So uh -huh. we set two dates and the goal is to have it in the middle of May. Um, so if you want to join me in a great fasting challenge, hey, come on. It'll be I awesome. I in. I want to be there. So please share this with us too so I can pass it on to my listeners because this is awesome. And you look very happy after 25 days, you know, like you look energetic, you don't look tired. And yes. so it seems to work. And I loved what you said, moms are the best teachers and they are also our first teachers. You know, everything goes like what mom does. And if mom leads by example, you know, the kids have no choice. I remember when my kids were little, um, we went out of town and our kids didn't know candy and the nanny gave them candy without our permission. And we were so displeased for them. Candy were bananas and apples. And then they came and they were like, mom, there's a different kind of candy, you know, and we were not happy because like you said, what you keep in the family, if you're used to bananas, they are so sweet. They can easily replace chocolate and make you feel much better, you know? Agreed. And honestly, it's, it's about children emulate their parents. Mm -hmm. So whatever the parents are eating, the children are eating. So yes. if you're out eating KFC every day, guess what? The children will be eating KFC. Yes. But if yes. you're out eating um, bananas, like my daughter, we see she sees us cutting up carrots and she comes, she's five years old and she's like, can I have a carrot? And I love that. That's a great moment <laughs> for me, right? Yeah. Now, now, what I want to say about health, though, it's not about giving up all your favorite foods, mm -hmm. right? I don't want you to give up your favorite foods. I, didn't, I'm not, I, I don't like things like cheat days. What I prefer is a reward day, right? Yeah. So, and your reward day doesn't mean that you have, like, if you like chocolate cake, it doesn't mean you have to eat the whole chocolate cake on your reward day, which is what cheat days promote. Yes. Um, it means you can have that slice of chocolate cake. But you don't have to have it every day in the week. You can have it once every two weeks or once a month. You know, make it something that is enjoyable, that you look forward to. So I like to tell people, my, my daughters love pizza. And it's funny, my little two-year-old just learning to start to learn to say the word pizza. So she goes, <laughs> pizza, pizza, right? And, but we only have pizza every two weeks or so, like once a month, twice a month. And it is such a treat for them that when we do have pizza, they love it and they will eat pizza for like one or two days and they're happy. And then rest of the time, back to normal. So it's not about giving up your favorite foods. It's about 
eating healthy and enjoying your favorite foods at the same time. And that's what my course is about. That sounds very wonderful because if you feel so much pressure that you can't enjoy it, that's when people fall off the wagon, you know, but if yes. you get this out, then this makes it so much better. And I like your pizza story because it was the same in my family. We would make homemade pizza, you know, my mom would roll like one big um, tray of pizza and for four people, my brother, I, my father and my mom, each had a corner and could decorate it according to what they liked. So each had their special slice. It was a big thing and it didn't happen often, but everybody was, oh my God, it's pizza night. It makes it so much more enjoyable, doesn't it? Yes, and it is because I like my, myself, I'm a, I'm a cook and I make my own pizza dough and everything. And my yeah. daughters absolutely love it because I would throw it up in the air and they would see it spin and then they want to do it themselves. So I have to make <laughs> little ones and they throw it up in the air. Of course, it lands on the floor a few times, you know, but it's a clean floor. So we dust it off yeah. and we yeah. go again. But the point yeah. is um, that it becomes an event and, yeah. and that's, that's a healthy event. Why? Because everybody's working together and they're, they're standing, they're exercising. And it's a fascinating thing about exercise. It is so simple to do. It's as minimal as just going out and taking a walk, right? You don't have to get fancy equipment. You don't have to get fancy clothes unless you want to. But you can make exercise the simplest thing to do in a day. And the WHO recommends exercise 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes, what they don't tell you is that 30 minutes can be broken up into five-minute spurts or one minute. So you can do five minutes of exercise six times a day or do 10 minutes three times a day and here's a good, a good tip for that. You can exercise after every meal. So go have your lunch, have breakfast, have dinner, and go for a 10-minute walk. Guess what? You just made 30 minutes a day easily. And really that's how all of this stuff is. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I say health is about, it's not supposed to be a challenge. And that's what a lot of people do. They make it too much of a challenge. Uh -huh. But if you so enjoy doing what you do, yeah. then yeah. guess what? you're now living a healthy life and you don't even think about it. This is so beautiful. Since I come from Germany, we even have this saying, after you eat, you shall either rest or take 1,000 steps, you know? And it that makes is, a lot of sense, awesome. you know? And yeah. so I grew up with it, so it's natural to us. And like, we are very outdoorsy, which is definitely with you the same thing, right? Because your outdoors are fantastic. So we are always on bikes, we're always walking. So it is natural too. And we have also less problems with overweight and diabetes in Germany. And um, I remember when you said that you went to Europe with your wife, you saw the difference also on, yeah, on the lifestyle. Uh, Can you share uh, that a bit? I thought that was an interesting cultural experience. Yes, me and my wife did this wonderful trip through Europe where we visited, I think, five or six countries. We went everywhere from Germany to Holland to the UK, um, passed through France, Luxembourg. And interestingly, after that trip, we were actually healthier than when we left. Um, and we ate everything. I mean, you can't be in Holland or you can't be in um, Germany and not enjoy the wine and the cheese and all the great baking. Um, we ate everything and actually were much fitter at the end of our trip, mostly because while on the trip, we would drive from one, one place to the next, park the car, and the rest of the trip, we walked everywhere. I either got a bicycle, we jumped on a We walked everywhere and that translated to us being able to eat just about anything we wanted because we were consistently healthy throughout. Now, the thing about that is it's a, it's a vacation mm -hmm. and a vacation is a small time in your life. So you don't have to do um, the full health trend 
on your vacation. But if you're maintaining a good, healthy lifestyle, you can eat whenever you want when you're on your vacation. When you get home, you get back to normal, right? So that's only a small period of your entire year. So mm-hmm. for us, walking a lot and eating whatever we wanted, and we had some great food, um, we were able to stay healthy and enjoy our trip. And that's one of the things about the retreats we're going to do is showing people how being on vacation, you don't necessarily have to go all, oh, no, I'm not going to do the buffet. I'm not going to do this. There are ways to enjoy the buffet without overeating and without causing yourself. And then, you know, after you eat a lot, you want to go down and lie and, and take a nap. Instead of taking a nap, you go for a walk. You go see a waterfall or a nice, a nice nature hike or something like that. And the thing is, I got to say, you, you think this is only because, oh, I'm a health, I'm a health um, freak and I want to do this and I can do this. No, my, my own clients who have done this with me, like one of my friends in St. Lucia, he was also out overweight. He was, his diabetes was out of control. His, his blood, blood pressure was out of control. He joined me more than about two years ago. And now he goes on vacation. He has the healthiest vacations he says he ever has, right? And he's on this health kick and he loves doing what we're doing. He's actually fasting with me right now for the full 30 days. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. Yeah, and he's absolutely crushing it. And so this is not something that I just do for myself. I have done it for myself, and I show people how they can do it themselves. And I've seen the impact it's made in many, many people's lives. So being healthy is not supposed to be a challenge. It should be a regular, everyday routine. And that's all it is. So going on vacation, you could be healthy on vacation too, and be able to enjoy all these great foods that everybody has. Yes, this is wonderful. And I also like the part of the mindset that you shared, because if you're on a retreat in a nice environment and you are already relaxed because you don't have everyday stress, you don't have your work stress, so you can really refocus and restructure your mind, you know, and use those affirmations that really after like four weeks with you on the island with the training, it becomes normal. Because I realized too, um, being in America for such a long time, that I can literally not eat the foods anymore. They literally hurt me. Like my tummy hurts from, from the heavy food. And now it's starting to trickle down to my children without me um, doing it purposely. I would say like, well, I get a salad because this heavy food, this burger is just like, like rocks in my stomach. And so they kept eating it and now they cannot even finish the meal anymore. And they're like, mom, I think we need not to go there anymore because, and it was only a rewarding thing like your pizza, but now they're like, it's too heavy. I can never finish my meal. And that was such an exciting experience too, because it came intrinsic from them, you know, like they yeah. watched me and they, they tried it. And so now we're going, for example, if we treat ourselves, we go and eat Asian food instead. You know, it's much lighter. Mm-hmm. The whole family is happy. Lots of vegetables, just those little steps. We're still rewarding us, you know, okay, let's do this last day of the semester or whatever. But like you said, it then becomes normal because If your body then feels better, why would you go back? I mean, I totally exactly. love this concept. Yes. I agree. I agree. And the thing about it is, I mean, you mentioned that, you know, you have to finish your food. And that's what a lot of people, lot of people don't recognize when they go yeah. out to eat dinner. You don't yeah. have to finish all the food. You can eat half of it, get it packed away and take it home and have the rest of the later time. You yeah. don't have to have the whole burger. You know, I yeah. always tell my clients, when you eat a burger, 
you start mm-hmm. off with the burger itself and you go yeah. and it comes with fries and I go, do you need the fries? And they go, probably not. And then I go one step further. Do you need a top bun? Mm-hmm. Right. And they go, well, probably not. So I was like, you can eat one bun with the burger, with all the vegetables on top, have a great meal, skip the fries, skip the top bun, have a glass of water or something enriching and then have a small dessert and you had a perfect meal. Right. And in one meal, you're, you're, you're feelful. You yes. didn't overeat yes. and you don't feel like you have to go sleep afterwards. Right. Exactly. So, yes. so that translates to you having a more productive and healthier day. And that's what carbohydrates does. If you eat too much of it, mm-hmm. you always feel sleepy. Right. And everybody goes through this. You know, you have a big, heavy meal and then suddenly you have like, think of Thanksgiving in the U.S. Everybody yes. goes to sleep after Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> Why is all those carbohydrates? So, yes. yeah. So avoid the carbohydrates, go more fruits and vegetables, go more, you know, I'm not against eating meat or anything. And if you're a vegetarian, great. Um, but decrease the carbohydrates and not a, not a complex carbohydrate. So that's yes. where the confusion starts. Right. So decrease your potatoes, yes. decrease your rice, decrease your flour. Um, you know, decrease the, the sugar in mm-hmm. your diet and you realize that suddenly you're more energized. Mm-hmm. Um, you have more brain power because now you're using fats and fats mm-hmm. is what, what drives the brain. That's the energy of the brain. Yes. Suddenly yes. you're sleeping better, you have more energy and your, your concentration has increased tremendously. Yes. Right? And this yes. is what everybody in my fasting challenges has realized. Uh-huh. They started within a week afterwards, they all felt more energetic. They all felt that they can do more in their, in their days, even though they're fasting, because suddenly their bodies have the energy it needs. And I always tell people, fats burn seven times more energy than sugars. So mm-hmm. imagine having seven times the amount of energy mm-hmm. that you're getting from a keto burn, right? And and it's all just fat burning. And that's just by decreasing the amount of carbohydrates in your diet. Suddenly you're transferring your body to using the energy that's really much more powerful for it. This is so amazing. Yes, we don't even have sugar in our household. And it's funny too, during the week, the kids obviously eat the, the, the food meal, the, the cafeteria food. And I always pick them up that tired, you know. It's also interesting because they eat other people's foods, not mom's food, right? And so... <laughs> So then they are always like, mom, why do you have so much energy? Because I work from home. I eat a lot of little meals during the day, you know, because I can control it. I drink a lot of green tea. I love water. I love salads and soups. And so on the weekends, they have also more energy because they eat the lighter natural meals. They go out more. So, so everything you say is really proven. It's so interesting. Even like the yeah. steps that you, that you explained, it's fantastic. You start with a big meal, then you can't even finish it anymore. Then you rationalize you don't need to finish it, like you said. Then when you reheat a burger, you won't even like the bun because now it's smushy. So you already yeah. take that off and just take the meat, right? And so this is really, really I- fantastic. And you replace the bread with some like lettuce or some cucumbers yes. or something. And suddenly yes. you have a full healthy meal. You're fearful because yes. Um, yes. what people don't realize is fats and, and, and vegetables stay in your stomach longer. So you see, feel sated for longer, whereas yes. carbohydrates, they go away quickly. So that's why if you ever know when you go to for a meal, uh, Asian meal, like a Chinese yes. meal, yes. and you always feel hungry an hour later. Why? Because it's a lot of carbohydrates. So if you remove the noodles and add yes. like a stir fried vegetables, you realize, that yeah. after that meal, you actually feel full for several hours afterwards. Yes. And I have had clients tell me that. They said they cut back to eating twice a day. 
Why? Because they would have breakfast and they don't feel like they need lunch or they would have breakfast and lunch and they skip dinner because they feel completely sated because of the way they're eating. Right? And I always tell people, sit and eat, you know, enjoy your meals, smell it, taste it. Yes. Be involved. Get away. Put away the phone. Put away the, ta- the tablet. It's time for you and your families, for you and your friends. You know, get to know people. Yes, I mean it's the best gift you can give people, right? Like to say, yeah. like join the challenge because it's just a good thing. You know, it's something that's good for you that that will help you. And I mean that's the best gift, right? I feel yes. really wonderful, totally. And like in Germany again. Um, we we have the traditional butterbrot, so we really just have bread and butter and like cheese on it. We don't have those heavy meals at night as well, you know. So we sleep lighter also because our big meal is during lunchtime, which is a yes. bit harder um, when you have those long days in school with the kids. When they were smaller, it was easier. Now you know when they are in the cafeteria, you can't do it that easily. But on the weekends again, we are used to having really the big meal in the middle of the I day know. and then something light. Because I've read something like after six, um, the, the, the body already um, dwindles down and you should already be done eating. And you shouldn't really necessarily eat that late at night anymore. Is that correct? It's, uh, it's really depending on what you do. Like some people who work shift, works, uh, shift workers or they work night yeah. shifts and so on, they, they have a different rhythm. Yes. But generally what happens with the body, it's getting ready for the sleep mode, which is yes. now starting to store, it's starting mm-hmm. to re- get ready for for going into that restful period. Mm-hmm. So eating late, it really what it does, it, dec- it, de- it delays that, that resting period. So if you eat a heavy meal at, let's say eight, seven, eight in the evening and you go to bed at nine, there's a good yeah. likelihood you won't fall asleep until 10. Why? Mm-hmm. And that makes your time of rest even shorter, right? Mm-hmm. So you wanna eat a light meal. Yes, you can eat at night, but you wanna eat something light. Like you said, the butter board, which is just bread yeah. and cheese. Yeah. And you're not eating so much bread. You're eating one slice of bread, yeah, a little bit exactly. of cheese, yeah. probably a little bit of meat. And yeah. that's it. And then you have some tea, have like um, something with no caffeine in it so you can sleep mm-hmm. better. Yes. Um, and, and, and because of the less sugars, you're yes. also not burning a lot of energy. So you mm-hmm. don't get dehydrated as much. Yes. Right? And, yeah. And it preps your body for sleep. And that's one of the yes. things about sleep hygiene is preparing for that sleep time. Yes. Um, and yeah, and that's why eating a light meal in the evening yes. is much better. And you eat a heavy meal earlier in the day, burn off all that energy. Yes. And then in the evening, you go for a little bit of exercise, have a light meal. By the time you go to bed, your body is ready for rest. And that's, that's the whole benefit behind it. That is excellent. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. You have so many amazing things going on. I mean, it's so exciting. Um, I definitely will be part of your five-day challenge. I love challenges. Challenges give you the extra thing too, you know, like if you challenge me, I'm up for it, you know. Now I prove to you that I can do it. So I will definitely do that. I'm super excited. I will see how I can involve my kids too, because teenagers, you know, should do it too, the way they can. And so I'm really excited because if you do it together, it will be easier, I think. And I should mention, I've been fasting since I've been 14 years old. And this has been a year. Yeah, this has been a yearly thing for me. 30 days every year for, um, for since I was 14. Um, I was Muslim for most of my life. um, And I continue doing that Islamic fast throughout my life. And I love doing it. Every year I look forward to it. Ramadan comes around. I set up my fast. I go for the full 30 days. Um, So I enjoy fasting. I think it's one of the best best times in my year. 
Um, it really detoxifies you. Everybody's talking about taking the high colonic and all these detoxifying things. Just yeah. fast. Yeah. Fasting detoxifies you. Yeah. And in my fast, we go from having, uh, you go from eating your regular meals to eating 800 calories per day, which a lot of people say, oh my God, 800 calories. Amazingly, when you're fasting, although you may be burning 1,200, 1,400 calories, depending on how um, uh, active you are, that 800 calories starts to make you burn all that extra fat and start burning off all those toxins and everything. So this is a great detoxifier, right? So even in five days, you'll see a massive change in so many things in your life. You see, as you said, your energy levels go up, yeah. you, um, your concentration goes up, you realize you're not feeling you know, that sickly feeling, like that feeling of lethargy when you wake up in the morning and so on, because so many of the toxins are going away, right? And these are the things that are holding you back. Yes. So that's yes. what fasting does for you. That's um, amazing. Yes, I have several friends and students that also, based on their belief, do it. And I've studied up on it a bit too. And they say one of the things is also to... Um, to fully focus on gratitude, which I also like, you know, that you're grateful for all you have, that you can even like put it away for a minute and contemplate. I think this is such a great thought pattern in the- Yes, and that's know? the goal of fasting because you get hungry in the afternoon and then when yes. you get hungry, you get angry. Now you have yes. to control that anger. Yes. And how yes. do you do that? You got to focus on gratitude, you know, what am I grateful for for the day? You know, yes. so write it down, you know, yes. think about it. When you're getting that moment of anger, step back and go, why am I angry? It's because I'm hungry. So yes. press your yes. tummy, you know, yes. press your tummy, um, massage it a little bit and yes. see how that yes. makes you feel. And when that goes away, that hunger yes. goes away, you realize it's not because you're, you're lacking energy. It's because you're that just, your body is just reacting to the hunger, something you do normally. And after you finish the fast, you realize it's so much easier to manage those hungry moments. Like yes. so you skip a meal. You realize, oh, yeah, I could do this. I did this in fasting. So why yeah. am I getting all frustrated? Right? And very simple ways to make it work for you. This is beautiful. And the religion behind it makes it really even deeper. You know, I like that you said how you grew up as a Muslim and how you. And I, yeah. And I would say, I would say everybody who's going to join me in the fast, this is not yes. a religious fast. Yes. Um, if, I'm aware it can that. become spiritual for yeah. you, but that's yeah. up to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is about the fast and what it can do for you. Yes. Um, and it helps you to focus your mind, right? Yes. So it's, yes. like, it's like doing yoga. Everybody thinks that yoga is something spiritual about it. Yeah. It really isn't. It's all about movement yes. and centering yes. your body into a position that makes it flexible and it allows you to be uh, uh, to really reach the muscles that, that you haven't worked in a long time. So yes. if people get something from yoga or from meditating that's, that's spiritual, that's entirely up to them. Yes. It's all yes. about what they're doing. Yes. Yes. But I like, you know, if we pick what you said, gratitude, then it globalizes everything so nicely. Yes. So you don't have to focus on one thing. Although it's part of one thing, it's part of all of us, you know. Globally, yes. it's nice to be grateful every day. So that's what I yes, love about it. As part of my fast, you're going to be doing in your diary. You're going to keep a diary. You're going, yes. to, you're going to do keep something about gratitude. You're going to say something yes. you're grateful for in a diary at least once a day. Yes, that sounds beautiful. Thank awesome. you so much. It was such a pleasure speaking to you. I can't wait to hear what happens next. Keep me posted because I'm really curious, but we're starting off with the five days and uh, I will share it with my listeners so they can join too. 
and then we can exchange how we felt during and afterwards, yes. which is going to awesome. be exciting. Awesome. Yes. And, and uh, as a gift to your listeners, I have this awesome ebook called uh, Zero um, Walk to Freedom. And it goes through all the steps I do in my course. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd love to share it with your, with your audience. I'll send you the link. And they okay. can download it and, re- and take a read and get, the, get an idea of how to get going. Thank you so much. What a gracious gift. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Dr. You're very welcome. No problem. <laughs> it's been awesome, Barbara. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being there. It was a pleasure. Bye-bye, Dr. Z. Bye. Bye-bye.